Hello and welcome to the Chris Wolf Podcast on iCode Media. On today's bonus episode, what I wanted to do was cover some concepts of telehealth during COVID and after COVID that just sort of my reflection on where we were at, where we where we are and where we're going. And so I think, you know, as I think back to like late March, um, you know, patients trust their eye doctors. They want to receive their care from us. And so when things were getting shut down, they were naturally turning to other telehealth avenues that they were familiar with or that had been advertising. And so it was really incumbent upon us as the provider to make our patients aware that they can access those services from us. They're going to be more effective. They're going to be more um, accurate for the patient. And they're probably going to be just as as, uh, cost effective for them as well. But in order to do that, we needed to make those patients aware of those services. So a lot of people um, were using things like social media, email blasts. I think that was that was the key if you were going to integrate telehealth services into your practice. And then we also needed to understand the rules of how to be paid. And so there were a lot of rules that were evolving throughout March and even into even into April, those rules were evolving. And um, and once we understood if we provide these services, can we be compensated, reimbursed for those services? Then it made us a lot more comfortable to say, I'm going to spend time and devote time to to doing that and making those patients aware. We also needed to understand what types of patients and conditions were appropriately served by those technologies. And so, you know, a lot of us kind of dipped our toes in the water with things like. Um, you know, contact lens checks, for example, or or contact lens. Can you evaluate a contact lens with some of the uh, imaging technologies that are available? And then you know, then you think, well, what's naturally available? If I can see a patient in a gross observation, even if they get really close to the to the screen, things like uh, internal hordeolum, chalasia, eyelid lesions were very. Uh, and eyelid inflammations were were kind of made a lot of sense. Then then you think conjunctivitises. Um, and those were kind of in my in my perspective for our practice. That was sort of my wheelhouse of what was really helpful. But then it sort of allowed me to say, oh well, these patients are not probably going to be best served by that technology, but I can really triage them with the technology. So even having a conversation face to face with a patient where we can see their feedback, see how much a problem is impacting their quality of life is different than if we were just to try to triage that over the phone. You can't see how much pain a patient is in. It's really challenging to do that. And so that's where where even some things that I would have to tell patients, look, I need to see you in the practice. This is an emergency or we need to see you now as opposed to tomorrow morning. Um, that really, being able to see that patient, see their reaction to things was very helpful for me. And I think it was helpful for a lot of other people who were incorporating telehealth uh, during COVID. And then we needed to understand how to utilize existing staff to facilitate telehealth. Uh, not just, so so the reality is, is that most of us have staff that are already in place doing things like making appointment, confirming insurance benefits, um, scheduling uh, follow-ups for patients, billing uh, and coding for, for our examinations. And so once we were able to kind of wrap our minds around the fact that we already have the infrastructure to to manage patients via telehealth, then the only real difference was we're going to insert the encounter instead of in an exam room. We're going to insert the encounter uh, through a through a video mechanism, and then um, things that I think in the long term are really going to be beneficial for patients will be things like check ins and follow ups to assess treatment 
and also to assess adherence to treatment. So when you look at studies on things like diabetes coordinators, patients are a lot more adherent to their treatments when they are being checked in on. So how is your glaucoma medication going, for example? How is the sequa or the Zydra or the Restasis? Um, are you able to get that in twice a day? Are you having any burning, any other side effects, any blurry vision? Those sorts of things can be done on a, on a really quick check-in and that can be that can help generate revenue for the practice. So uh, I think improving patient outcomes through beyond COVID when we're able to see patients in the practice more often, improving those patient outcomes by checking in more frequently with them to make sure that patients are adherent to their medications or they have the opportunity to bring up things that uh, may be normal, but the patient doesn't know they're normal or maybe actual problems that we can address remotely or in the practice. I think the other cool part about a lot of this is that it allows us now to be accessible to our patients 24 hours a day. And and one of the conversations I had with uh, with Kyle Cludie on this what, at a webinar we did not too long ago was that there's a lot of doctors who I who are referring a lot of those um, those urgencies and emergencies after hours out of their practice. They'll have somebody else take call, and. We, we used to do that for, for a lot of years. We did that as a practice because we're in such a populated location. And, and frankly, we were struck with two options. One is we need to be able to triage that patient's problem over the phone. Or two, we need to be able to run in with that patient at all hours of the day into our practice. And if we're traveling or with our kids or all those other sorts of things, make that a little more challenging for, for a doctor to do. And so um, this actually gives us an intermediary option where we can see a patient face-to-face, we can be on call 24 hours a day, we can see do we need to see this patient now or can that wait until the following day. And, and I think uh, telehealth really allows us to do that in a, in a very efficient and effective way. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that we're seeing. So we now don't have to just do rely on phone or just be in the office. We have these options where we can get an assessment of a patient and the urgency or the uh, emergent type of situation. So I think that's going to be uh, very important moving forward. And then, you know, if I have some kind of bottom line perspectives to all of this, I think the thing is, is, is that this has become very clear to me, the difference between what real telehealth is and an app to sell a product is. Now we see a lot of those things that are being confused by companies, uh, you know, maybe purposefully, maybe not purposefully, but they're trying to confuse the public about what their app does. And in most of those, it is to refill a prescription for either glasses or contact lenses so that that company can then sell the patient more glasses, more contact lenses. But once you use telehealth apps in order serving a patient, I think it gives you perspective on what types of technologies would be very valuable to, to the patients in the future. And I, I really think that's the ones that, that enhance a doctor-patient relationship as opposed to circumvent it or split the doctor-patient relationship. It's the ones that don't put that doctor-patient relationship at a, uh, as a, don't present them that relationship as a barrier to a something that a patient might want, a product. It actually serves that patient by keeping the, the, their primary eye care or primary care pr- provider in the loop on what's going on with them so they can make better, more accurate decisions, not just at the time of diagnosis via telehealth, 
but also in the future on their ongoing care. And I think um, I think this also allows us to work in an, a more omni-channel environment for our patients. So some of our patients have, and I've experienced this since COVID, we'll give them opportunities to uh, check in with contact lens checks or some other follow-ups via telehealth. And some of them love it. They, they want it. But some of them just don't want it. They want to be in our practice. But I think the, the consideration is that with an omni-channel experience, we can meet our patients where they want to be met. And telehealth allows us another avenue to do that. And I think the expansion of telehealth and different telehealth technologies and tools should really serve the doctor-patient relationship so it binds them closer together as opposed to splits them apart and also allows us to meet a patient where they feel more comfortable, whether that's in our practice physically or outside of their practice remotely, or outside of our practice remotely. So I hope that was helpful. If you want more information about telehealth uh, billing and coding and, and how you can in- integrate that into your practice, check out icodeeducation.com. That's E-Y-E-C-O-D-E education.com or the show notes today. Additionally, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, write a review, and share it with your friends. At iCode Media, we believe in advancing the optometric profession by diving deep into eye care topics and providing actionable steps for our listeners and subscribers. Have a great week. Talk to you soon.